Welcome. You, you are, are now tuned in, in to the Indie LA Experience. Experience. The podcast that brings independent artists together. Sharing their experiences in Los Angeles. Everything from center stage to behind the scenes. Giving emerging talent a platform to showcase their journey. This, this is Indie, Indie LA. LA. Welcome listeners to the Indie LA podcast. I'm your co-host, Marcus Johnson. And I'm Aaron Van Cleve. We're live today in the studio with you. Yeah. And uh, Aaron, I just want to talk a bit a bit about how you and I met. We met on a cruise ship. I was a saxophonist performing in an orchestra and you were a figure skater. So I know you as this uh, professional ice skater. You briefly talked to me about doing competitions and... Now you are in this whole other world of film production. Give me a little backstory on how you got into film. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like you said, I kind of grew up uh, skating most of my life. Uh, started very young, wanted to play hockey. Got into uh, skating as a way to just kind of better my hockey skills. Oh. But kind of fell in love with uh, figure skating as well. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, transitioned over to that full time and was a you know, full time competitive athlete. I uh, was on the national team in Canada and also in Germany, world championships, you know, Olympic, Olympic level did that uh, Amazing. growing up and then transitioned when I retired from competition over to shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of had an early point in my career when I was 18, 19, where training and things weren't going that well. Uh, I was a pair skater, so I've always skated with, with somebody out on the ice. So it's always been kind of a, a team sport for me. Oh, I get you. Um, and just things weren't really clicking. And I kind of had a point where... I, I knew that it was going to come to an end at some point. I kind of had that realization at some point mm. early on that, you know, body's only going to do this for so long. Exactly. You know, anything could happen at any time where, you know, this could end and, you know, what's next for me. And I knew I wanted to do something outside of sport. Um, I'd always been very creative growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of drawing, writing was very visual in general. And, you know, the artistry of skating has always kind of been a part of the sport that I loved. Yeah. Um, so I knew I wanted to do something that was a little bit more on the creative side. Uh, definitely had a passion for film. So uh, like I said, when I was 18, 19, I kind of had a little bit of a break there. And I just decided to take this random trip down to Los Angeles. Wow. Uh, hopped on the Greyhound. Took a two and a half day bus ride. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> down God. here to LA, which was kind of an experience uh, all by itself. But right. uh, yeah, I just wanted to kind of throw myself a little bit into the culture down here. You know, a little bit more of the movie culture. I'm up, obviously I'm up from Canada mm-hmm. in Edmonton where it's... It's not really a, a big thing. Okay. You know, so I kind of wanted to immerse myself, come down to Hollywood, see what it's all about. Took some classes while I was here, took some acting classes, saw tons of movies, went to the museums, just kind of tried to oh, immerse cool. myself. Yeah, yeah. And uh, see if it, you know, sparked anything for me. And um, and it did. Yeah, that, that trip was absolutely like kind of a, a life-changing experience for yeah. me. And um, yeah, I definitely knew what I wanted when I left here. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you you being immersed in that culture is kind of what awoken that passion absolutely i mean it was it was definitely there but it kind of made it more real and like yeah yeah this is it this is it yeah. that's awesome what was the the bug that bit you to like get into like ice skating because that that's a trade that is pretty rare yeah um i mean like i said I, I grew up in canada um winter sports ice sports are definitely a, a very p- part of our culture okay yeah up there um and i really wanted to be a hockey player i was kind of set on being a goaltender okay um, that's how I started in hockey. I didn't know that. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> when I was uh, nine years old, uh, but I wasn't very good on the ice yet. So my mom at the time knew the, the skating coach uh, at the club where we played. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just got into skating lessons, 
at first just to kind of better my um, my abilities as a hockey player. Right. Uh, but I kind of progressed through that really quickly. So they decided to kind of push me a little bit into the figure skating side of things as well. Oh, wow. And um, I guess just the like the learning curve was was quite steep. Yeah, that time. I, I bet. Yeah. And uh, it just started progressing really quickly, and it quickly became kind of an equal thing for me as far as hockey and skating. Okay. Um, but I think it was just like the art- artistic side of skating. I, I did do pair skating most of my career, but I started out as a, a single skater. And I think at the time, even as a goaltender, you're on a team, but it's like a little bit more individual. Yeah. You know, I can see that. Uh, you're, you like have a little bit more in control of what you do out there. Mm hmm. And um, I think that that part and the artistry side of it just kind of drew me. And yeah, I went from there, eventually uh, left hockey in the rear view and just kept going with skating. Yeah, wow. That's incredible. So e- Even though I decided at the time not to pursue film right away and to kind of continue mm-hmm. with my skating career yep. while I could, while uh, you know, my body was able and I still had the drive and the passion for it. Um, eventually, my skating did kind of transition to the entertainment side of it yep. where I was performing professionally. Um, which is what took me to cruise ships, mm-hmm. which is where I, I met you yeah. while you were uh, playing saxophone, performing yeah, I had a live orchestra. I had no idea there was going to be an ice rink on that, <laughs> on that thing. Most people <laughs> look at you that way. You're like, where, where do you perform? You're like, oh, on a, at, at sea on a cruise ship. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. With the orchestra, that was, a, that was an experience for me. Kind of where, where I grew up, there's not many opportunities for music. Most people branch out, they move out to... Uh, the big cities they move out to Chicago New York or Los Angeles um you know and the cruise ship was a means for me to be able to make some money you know without having to pay rent mm-hmm. uh <laughs> getting fed for free that was a way for me to transition out of uh living from where I grew up in the Midwest Grand Rapids Michigan into something a little bit more musically inclined, you know? So, um, yeah, when I was on the ship, that, that was an experience. Uh, I I got a call from a guy. I, I was going to not do music for, for a while, actually. I, I was, like, pinched for a job. I had applied at a, a couple of retail stores, actually. Okay. Um, I get a call after months of auditions, sending in tapes, uh trying to learn the flute, um, you know, those side, the clarinet, those side instruments that saxophonists typically play. Months and months of uh, back and forth, like emailing and auditioning. And I get a call saying, hey, we got a position on a cruise ship. You'd fly out from Detroit to Barcelona in six days. Can you do it? And I just kind of, I took a leap of faith. Um, it was definitely like a, a, a big step for me. Uh but, you know, I had been preparing for it like all summer. I got the call in, in the fall. And yeah, within a within a week, I was on a plane heading overseas. That was my, I had only flew probably a flight of like two hours before. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, within the, within the U.S. And um, yeah, to, to take that flight from, uh, from Detroit out to Barcelona was, uh, was incredible. Um, so yeah, I, I got experience on the, on the ship performing with musicians from, from everywhere. That sort of, uh, influence is what drove me to want to move out. You know, at first it was going to be New York for me, um, for a long while. I thought, um, you know, I'm a jazz head. I went to jazz school, um, majored in jazz performance. I got to get out there and, uh, and then in the, in the city, like this is the, this is the place where people, 
like uh, work on this type of music. But uh, a buddy of mine, he had been living out here for a while in LA and telling me about some of the experiences um, outside of music, uh, some of the nature experiences, some of the, you know, opportunities out there. And I kind of got drawn towards like that idea a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it was kind of like a like like a toss up, a flip of a coin for me between New York and L.A. But um, ultimately, I think I definitely made the right decision. I feel like that's a a decision a lot of people make. Yeah. You know, in our industry, you know, which which way to go, East Coast, West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I chose West and um, yeah, I've been out here for seven years now. And uh, yeah, I haven't uh, I haven't looked back and haven't regretted it a bit. So kind of kind of jumping back to that uh, cruise ship experience. You said uh, prior to that, you were kind of looking at other jobs and stuff, yeah. even though you had studied music, you, yeah. know, you were involved in music, yeah, you yeah. were almost going to be doing something completely Al- different. Almost going to just transition out completely. Um, yeah, I, I had worked so hard in school, um, practicing, taking different classes um, to sort of get as many different like uh, skills, reading music, writing music performing um after all of those auditions and all of those you know getting declined so often i was like you know maybe this is not for me like maybe this is not the thing um so yeah i was gonna i was just gonna stick around and um in the back of my mind i always imagined that maybe i'd still do a little bit of of something like you'd come back to it at some point yeah yeah but um yeah i i actually I, i canceled an interview with one place after after getting the call after getting the Barcelona call, so uh, um, yeah, I'm I'm very thankful for that opportunity because that's kind of the first big step into my journey out here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I know for me, having done the ships, also I did about six years on the ships, mm-hmm. performing, and um, had the opportunity to be a part of some of the the new shows that they built. You yep. know, and, and getting to be a part of that production side of things where you build out a live show from scratch mm-hmm. and you get to see kind of all the behind the scenes was also kind of, for me, a great experience that also re-solidified the fact that exactly. I knew I wanted to get into production. It's influential. And stuff in the, the film and television um, scene, but also just the fact that, um, you know, how many people go looking for a job on a cruise ship to begin with? Right. And, right. Uh, you know, you weren't looking for it. I wasn't really looking for it. It just kind of, seemed like an uh, an idea at the time yeah yeah how it kind of drove both of us you know further into what we actually want to do here yeah, yeah. in the industry exactly all right so you, you said uh, it was between la and new york for you yeah so um that's you know two very different lifestyles very different very different lifestyles so what what really made the decision for you to, to come to la versus new york and you know, what and what is it specifically that you feel like out here in la um is kind of helping you get where you need to go yeah, well, for, first of all, both both areas um, amazing. I'm sure that um, you know if I if I chose the East Coast, that it still would have developed me as a musician, as an artist, in in ways that um, that, that really would have like helped my career. But I think that like the thing that you and I bonded over, film, and just like the the production, um, acting too. That sort of like drew my attention as well, mm-hmm. and I knew that that was a little bit more present in Los Angeles. So, um, I think that was sort of one of the deciding factors for me: the option of having multiple trades. You know, because um, when I came out here, I did take um, I audited a, a an acting class like as well. Okay. Um, but I have desires to you know produce and film, um, to score films, to you know 
I, I treat everything that I've learned like out here as sort of um, like a tool or a means to get to like an ultimate goal, is, which is to produce as many of my passions as possible, whether it's music, podcasting, film. So that was kind of my reasoning to choose Los Angeles. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And you've been out here six years now. I know, uh, I, think, I think when I met you, that was your, your last run uh, with the cruise ships. Mm-hmm. I believe you moved out here right after that contract. Yeah, I I, I I took a week. I was home a week, and um, and yeah, I I flew out um just just on a whim. I had a a couple thousand bucks and a dream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I remember being really excited for you. Yeah, yeah, and, and almost a little bit jealous. Oh. <laughs> that you were you were making the jump, uh, yeah. and I was sticking around on board for a while. Yeah, yeah. that's cool, man. After being out here now for six years, yep, and like you said, you've kind of been very multifaceted. Yeah, yeah, you've done mm-hmm. a lot of different things, mm-hmm. you know, that are kind of all helping you towards your goal. Yep. Would you say that uh, you expected to be doing so many different things when you came out here? Not at all. Not at all. When I, uh, even when I was in school, um, it was it was saxophone. I was going to be a performing saxophonist. I was going to have uh, a band. I was going to tour. Um, it was kind of only music based like mm-hmm. i didn't imagine picking up um field recording podcast editing um being on the other side of the mic kind yeah of exactly all these other things um yeah like behind the scenes kind of um but all of these trades have sort of helped me understand the process like as a whole you know i think that reaching my hand into each one of these like endeavors i am able to apply like what i learn from each one into something else too. So yeah, I, I never pictured doing as many things like, like as I do out here. Um, you know, a couple months back, I had a gig running a soundboard. Okay. And I, you know, I had always uh, just kind of looked at like the sound guys as kind of like my little helpers when I'm on, <laughs> on stage, you know, like I'm performing the horn, like make me sound good, right? Um, and I had no idea like what I was asking for at the time. And now I have a, a better understanding of that. So um, when I go into a situation where I'm the performer, I know exactly what to ask for. I know how to connect, you know. You have a respect exactly. for the whole process and, exactly. and what's happening. Yeah, yeah, that that's what it is. It's a it's a respect for like the entirety of, of production. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and I, mean, I feel like so many people move out here you know, because they want to make it, whether that's in film, TV, music, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people are drawn to L.A. for that reason. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm a pretty firm believer that nobody gets there on their own. Yeah. You know, um, not at all. Absolutely. It's like it's the connections you're building along the way. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, it's all those all those little jobs and things that you've done that have kind of sharpened your skills mm-hmm. and given you the tools to succeed in, you know, what's next for you. Exactly. Yeah. And I'll, I'll admit when I first moved out here. That was my thought process, mm-hmm. was that I'm going to make it out here alone. I'm going to get all of these gigs by myself. Yep. I'm going to produce all of these albums in every fashion, recording, editing, mixing, mastering. I'm going to do this, this, and that, and the other on my own mm-hmm. like that's what i imagined going that, in here that's the mindset that was yeah. the mindset uh you know and um 
yeah, to be honest, the more I reached out to people, the more questions I asked, the more connections I made, the easier my life has been and the more rewarding my experience like as a whole has been like here. So, yeah, it's not about tackling things, you know, on your own. You do have to take that leap, I feel. Sure, making that commitment to yeah. yourself and to what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. But the the process of 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 networking and creating those relationships, like that's that's the most powerful thing, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, you know, you can get there that much quicker in a lot of ways too mm-hmm. when you learn how to work with other people yeah. and collaborate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have that help here. You know, people need help. I, one one thing I think skating taught me, uh, you know, getting to a very high level, mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't have gotten there by myself. Yeah. You know, whether it was mentally, physically, emotionally, mm-hmm. financially, you know, I had a lot of people throughout my career who helped me along the way yeah. as mentors, as coaches, you know, with financial situation of just the cost of training in the sport. Right. You know, I, I, even though it's a very individual sport, mm-hmm. you know, there's so many people that were involved along the way that helped me get there. And, you know, it's no different in, in what we do now. Yeah. You know, even if you're a, a single solo recording artist, mm-hmm. like you said, there's someone behind the soundboard. There's someone mixing. Yeah. There's a lot of people around you that are helping. It takes a village. Yeah. Bring this thing together and make it happen. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, let's track back to that, Aaron. Um, how did figure skating, the lessons that you've learned there, apply to other aspects in your life? Uh, that, that's a good question. I, I think uh, sport in general is, is good for anybody. It's, you know, it's definitely helped me when it comes mm-hmm. to things like setting goals, yeah. you know, having a plan. The discipline. Yeah, the discipline, figuring out how you're going to achieve the next goal, how you're going to get to the next level. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very competitive. Falling. Falling, yeah, getting back up, right? <laughs> you yeah. know, um, I mean, like like you said, you were thinking about doing, um, you know, these auditions and things, and mm-hmm. not hearing back, and yeah, how how that can really uh, bring people down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you definitely have to have a thick skin sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, sports definitely definitely taught me kind of that aspect mm-hmm. of life, not just uh, work and and sport, but uh, it's definitely stuff that I've carried through my life. Um, and again, just uh, the fact that everyone kind of needs help at some point. Yeah. You know, um, nobody gets there by themselves. There's going to be somewhere, some, someone somewhere along the way that's going to help you where you're going to need help. That's going to give it to you. And that's, you know, maybe that's the missing piece that gets you to that next level, that next step. And that's definitely a, a mindset. And yeah. Something that I've brought with me into what I'm doing now. And for this project, the big part of this project uh, in DLA is trying to help you know, a lot of us are out here by ourselves. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are coming out here, like you said, with that mindset of I'm going to do it alone. Yeah. And then they're going to get here and then they have that harsh reality of like, OK, this is a lot harder than I thought it is. Yeah. This is more overwhelming workload that I, I can handle on my own mm-hmm. and how much extra time and energy that's going to take. Whereas, you know, networking and working with other people, collaborating, art is collaborative in general mm-hmm. most of the time. And um, a part of Indie LA is just trying to help grow that community yeah. of independent artists to help each other grow, you know, to promote each other's work. Yeah, exactly. All right, Aaron, so tell me um, about some projects that you're working on right now. Uh, well, I retired from skating just this past March. Um, but while I was on this last contract, I started doing a lot of video and editing work for a friend's company that's based out of Michigan. 
Uh, they build custom camper vans okay. for people. Wow. A lot of them are people who are selling their houses, moving into them full time because they want to work work remotely, travel to the U.S. Wow. Just kind of a full lifestyle change. But this friend I actually met, he's a skater from France, Small world. who I know from competition and from, from skating, uh, who knew I had a passion for video editing and, and filming video. So they started throwing me some projects while I was on board the, uh, the cruise ship. And uh, they really liked my work. And that's kind of transitioned to me kind of heading up their, their marketing side of the business full time. Okay, awesome. So doing a lot of video uh, promotional type work for them and uh, another travel company they have coming up in the works. But uh, I'm trying to go to LA once a month now, yeah, at yep. least. Uh, I always kind of knew I'd want to come back here at some point. I think it's just a, a really uh, great place to be for collaboration, creativity, yeah, and uh, to get going on some more film-based projects. Yeah, yeah, it's all of that uh, time spent in traffic that uh, it gives uh, people, you know, a creative mind, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what it is. It's that uh, the air pollution, you know, like creates those beautiful sunsets. I, I was going to say it's something in the air, but we know yeah, what's in there. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, you know, yeah. So why uh, why India Late? Like, why, why this project exactly? Well, part of it kind of ties back to what we were talking about um, with making it in sport, you know, Okay. just those people that have helped me along the way to get to where I have been mm -hmm. in sport and now kind of taking that into this new industry, knowing how many people there are, independent artists, people like us coming out here who have that mindset of like trying to do it by themselves right? Um, and, and maybe getting out here and just feeling alone and getting lost and like in the end, like just kind of petering off with uh, their talent and ending up just taking a, a job yeah. wherever because they have to pay the bills and, you know, kind of losing their dream that way. I feel like that mm -hmm. happens to a lot of people. Yeah. And um, yeah, I wanted I wanted to create a project out here that kind of helps bring people together, help the artists uh, to collaborate, to promote each other, yeah. to have just even just a community to kind of throw ideas off, bounce off ideas, mm -hmm. talk to each other. You know, feel like you're not alone. Have people to collaborate with. Yeah. To um, to work with on projects to help you with your projects. Mm -hmm. You know, so I, I knew I wanted to start something like that. For me, it had to be L.A. Mm -hmm. That's just kind of this is the place that I, I kind of wanted to be, which kind of sparked the passion for me. Yeah. Wanting to do film. So I, I wanted it to be out here. And then also just um, with what I'm doing with the marketing stuff right now and trying to trying to build a, a show series off of that interviewing people and talking to people and hearing their stories has been really rewarding. And I think so many people have great stories mm -hmm. and things that they can share about their experience yeah. coming out here and, and their pursuits that could um, we can share as a community and help grow. And that's kind of what brings us to the podcast. Here. Yeah, yeah. That growth is what it's all about. Because, um, yeah, like you said, you can try to go it alone. But that connectivity, that network is what I think strengthens the community. It's what strengthens you yourself, like as an artist, no matter what it is you're doing. You know, if you're in food, film, music, art, they're, they're, all, they're all related in a sense. You've been out here six years now. Yep. In engaged in the community, mm -hmm. doing all these different things. Talk to me a little bit about what you're doing right now. And after six years, do you have any regrets coming out to LA? Would you have made a different choice looking back? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'd have any regrets exactly. There are some things that, uh, well, I, I take that back. There are definitely some things <laughs> that I wish I would have done differently. Sure. Right. A, a learning um, curve. Yeah, uh, absolutely. There's a huge learning curve to, to, to moving out to a new, uh, a new city, a new experience. 
Currently, um, in addition to performing the saxophone on weekends, I'm starting to develop as a as a DJ as well in weddings. I'm doing some some production work. I work for a production company, running soundboards, recording live shows, editing podcasts, editing live shows. I'm also composing some trailer music. So I, I've I've kind of got my hand in like a few different genres. Yeah, you've really you know? diversified. Yeah, things, yeah. Things uh i'm getting my ass kicked though to be honest <laughs> there's a lot on my plate but uh i know that for a fact my my preparation for one thing has kind of led to the next mm. without me really knowing that it was coming like, i'll give you an example i've always uh like like prepared myself for for gigs or for saxophone and i've been caught off guard plenty of times Okay. And the the one time that I wasn't, I, you know, I brought my own mixer, I had my own cables, things that, you know, uh, <laughs> that you should already know to bring. It's something that I kind of had to like learn on the way. Like what you as a professional showing up to a paid gig. Yeah, yeah. Should have a, ex a general expectation yeah, and know yeah. what you need to have just in case. Yeah, kind of exactly. You know, that, so, so my sort of checklist of items has like increased like over the years. Mm. Um, and it's something that has helped me uh, stand out a little bit, I think. Being prepared for one wedding, performing as a saxophone, led me to a connection with, uh, with a DJ. And so now I'm working with their company in preparation to, to join their roster. So it was kind of my preparation for this led to this opportunity. Mm. That, that's exactly how I got on, on the ship. My, my preparation with sight reading music, with performing on the spot, playing the other instruments. All of my college experience led to, you know, getting that job. And that job uh, built our connection, right? That's how we met. Absolutely. Um, ha having all of your tools ready, having everything lined up, it's going to help you, like, stand out, I think, a lot. In this stand industry. out and it's just opened up all these extra, yeah. extra oh, doors and avenues. Yeah, definitely. It's opened so many opportunities for me. Yeah. For sure. Just just that showing up prepared, mm -hmm. you know, knowing knowing what to do. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. you need to be, what you need yeah. to have mm -hmm. can make a huge difference. Yeah. Building a relationship with, you know, who you're working with, who you're working for. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. When the idea for this project came up and I knew I wanted to come out to L.A., uh, I knew it was going to be a lot of work. I knew I wanted to partner with mm -hmm. someone, someone to help kind of supercharge this thing, grow it as fast as possible and uh, just really collaborate with creatively. Just that meeting with you, working with you on the cruise ship six years ago, mm -hmm. you were the first person that came to my mind. I knew you'd been oh, out cool, here man. grinding for the last six years. Yeah, thanks. And uh, was super excited to pitch you the project and, and really excited now to have you on board. Yeah, yeah. What we're trying to do as a network for NDLA is we're trying to make these connections and have these shared experiences with like-minded individuals, I think, yeah. Yeah, so if you're in LA, coming through LA and you have any talents, projects, and, uh, anything, passions, stories. Anything at all. Yeah, anything. You're a musician, you're an artist, you're a chef, you're a podcast engineer, any any sort of thing. You're a model, you're an actress. You do multiple things, multiple trades, whatever it is. Yeah, give us a shout. We'll get you on the show. We'd love to hear from you. Okay.